Previously on the Adventure Zone. Uh, my name is Johan, but nobody's ever gonna know who I am, and that I, I don't know. It just gets to me sometimes, you know. Um, as far as you know, is there another like? Are there is there a bad Bureau of Balance? Like a, a bad Bureau guys? of Imbalance? So, a bad Bureau of Imbalance? As far as we know. The, the the rogue wizards um, who called themselves Red Robes created all of these uh, weapons of mass destruction, these, these Red Robes, uh, are all gone. As he falls, you see a figure standing behind him, but you can't really make out its, its race definitively because all you can see is a bright red robe. Who's ready to do some character management? Come on, guys, we gotta do it at some point. It's the Adventure Zone! I haven't had this situation before where I'm, I've got like a bit of a sinus thing going on. And so I guess like in, interpreted in fiction, everybody at the Bureau of Balance is going to be sick. <laughs> like everybody you talk to today is going to have like a little bit of a head cold <laughs> or something. Maybe they got a mold thing going on. Oh, that. Oh, you hate to see that. Yeah. That's going to cost you. That ain't cheap. Yeah. Once you get that black mold oh, and these you just... floating moon bases, what are you going to do? You're going to get floating mold truck you, up here he's gotta to move to a better moon base at that point that sucks um anyway the three of you uh have just returned from your successful mission uh in the the pedals to the metal story arc you know i uh, feel griffin that success is how you define it we had a good you... time we became better friends that's good did you the latter thing well okay uh, anyway, you, uh, you're in one of your floating balls, and you've returned up one of the moon base's chutes, uh, and have just arrived in the hangar. Uh, and as the, the door to your ball opens and you emerge into the hangar of the Bureau of Balance's moon base, uh, you see a big crowd of Bureau employees there waiting, uh, silently, and as you step foot, uh, into the hangar, they all just explode into uproarious applause and and they're all cheering yeah, yeah they do and, and is this the kind of thing that happens every time we come back from anywhere like have we grown yeah. used to this or is this new yeah this is just the first time i told you about it okay. just assume that everywhere Aww. you go whenever you walk in the room people are just exploding with uproarious applause no this is the first time you got in this particular treatment and um uh and they all look kind of sick <clears throat> <laughs> and uh, uh, Avi runs up to you with a bit of a runny nose, and he runs up to you and uh, says, uh, "Guys, that was amazing. We were watching all of that. We, we watched the whole battle wagon race. That was like the most exciting, thrilling thing I've ever, I've ever seen. You guys are nuts. You didn't see the part where I used the bathroom before the race, did you? No, no. We were just watching through the pylons. We didn't. I don't watch you every time you go to the bathroom. Okay. How, I, I mean, I." I mean, how would I even get my hands on that kind of technology? Uh, listen, did you, did you, own, uh, what would it have been like if you had only listened to it, though? Can you imagine? Well, no, because, like, 
the six stunts and jumps and stuff you guys were doing, like that would that wouldn't just have wouldn't have been the same, right? Audio yeah, it just wouldn't, yeah. Have, wouldn't have translated. <laughs> um, yeah, I really liked uh, I liked how you made that one goblin sled go up in the sky, and it was like, <laughs> and then you were like, eat this. And maybe you didn't say that, but that's how I remember it. And then it like shot in the sky, exploded, and all the people on it died. Shouldn't we have gotten some kind of payment for that? I mean, isn't there some kind of rights? We didn't sign anything away. Yeah, that's true. You'll yeah. be hearing from did our you, fantasy did, lawyers. Did you get on our... Uh, you're part of our Patreon, right? You're, you're paying for this access. If we, if we keep joking about that, it's good. Maybe it'll happen someday. <laughs> it, it was streaming on Witch. What's that? Oh, it's God, like magical good. Twitch. It's yeah, like it's magic very, very Twitch. Good. Oh, there you go. Um, Dad, Twitch is a service that um, I know what it is. Do you explain it? Are you up there all the time? Dad's yeah. climbing that Hearthstone ladder I, today I did on the, Twitch. I did. I'm a Twitcher. I'm a big. I don't Twitcher. think that's true at all. That's because you don't <laughs> get enough potassium, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> We're having uh, some fun now. Uh, Avi, uh, Avi looks uh, at you and, and with a start, uh, he says, oh, that's right. Uh, the, the director wants to see you as, as, as quick as you possibly can in her chambers. She needs to, uh, she needs to dispose of the, of the relic. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, you, yeah. Should, you should get over there. You should get over there post haste. She, uh, she seemed, she seemed um, a little upset. Uh-oh. He sneezes. Sorry about that. No problem. Bless you. We, we go there. Okay. <laughs> we uh, do that. You make your. Do you, you make your to way. play like some walking music here? No, I don't want to overdo it with like the interstitial tunes. If I'll you take did one anytime, one of you took. Okay. You make your way to the big central dome on the far side of the the big grassy quad, um, and enter into the kind of throne room situation that the director has set up here. Um, and as she, as you walk in, she doesn't, uh, she doesn't exactly greet you warmly. Um, she says, um, do you have the belt? Do you, do do you have the belt? (laughs) Yeah. She sighs, um, and sneezes a little bit, has a bit of a sniffle. She says, um, Davenport! And, uh, the familiar little gnome man walks out. Carrying a cart with a lead ball on it with a glass window. Crowd uh, favorite Davenport. The, yeah. He pops the glass window on this heavy ball open and says, Davenport! And port points to the uh, the hole. It was my I have it. I have oh, the belt. Okay, put the belt in the if hole. If you now. mean the sash. The, well, well okay. no. Just uh, sash, the is sash. Just a, sash is just a flowery way to say belt. No. But, okay. knows that. I whip out the sash. Okay. And I walk over to the hole. Okay. I look at it, little cool. doubt in my mind, but I drop it in. Man, I love this okay. fucking, this like meticulous moment to moment. <laughs> the sash sort of swirls Yeah, down. I love this. I'm way into it. We like never should have golden... gotten Dad those creative writing classes for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I stroll over to the vociferous hole. Nice. No, none. No, that's actually uh, a monster in Harry Potter. Okay, the shit's in the thing. Okay, the shit's in the thing. <laughs> Davenport uh, winks. Why? And he shuts the, the glass window on his, uh, his heavy ball and wheels the cart uh, back uh, through the door behind the uh, the throne that the director is sitting on. Um, and then shortly thereafter, you see a guard wheel that cart into the large uh, illuminated chamber that uh, the director pulls a, a 
uh, a string and the curtain parts and you can see into this large illuminated chamber. Uh, the guard picks up this big heavy ball and places it on a pedestal in the middle of the chamber. He walks out of the chamber and the director taps her staff firmly on the ground. And suddenly, uh, like you have seen, what, three times already? Or is this the third? This is the third. Like you've seen twice already, uh, the ball is lifted into the air by these beams of light uh, as dozens of these beams of light just sort of pierce through it. Uh, there's a deafening roar, uh, and then the lights shut off. The ball descends back to the uh, pedestal. A guard comes in, picks it up. It's a little hot. He's doing a little bit of hot potato with it, puts it back on the cart, wheels it back in the room, opens it up. It's full of sandwiches. Full of sandwiches. You, you know, figured gr- out the true... You figured out the true nature of the Quiznos chamber. We solved the Quiznos puzzle. <laughs> that was just going to be like the resolution of Arc 7, but you've... I don't know how you pierced the veil. You know that this this whole... Uh, whenever this happens, this is uh, hotly discussed in the in the Reddit, in the Adventure Zone Reddit. Oh, uh, yeah. Whenever an article is... One of these days, I'll remember to, like, draw something on the ball before it's taken away, like a magic trick where you write your initials on the bullet. Yeah, sure. Uh, but you didn't this time. But I did didn't you? this time. Uh, is anyone else, like, dying for Quiznos now? <laughs> I, I, I couldn't even listen to the shit you guys were shitting, because I need Quiznos. Oh. And here's, let me give you the real kicker. All the Quiznos here closed. They're no, what? Yeah, It's a Quiznos ghost town. It's no quiz- nowhere to be seen. Yeah, it's how did that? How did that? How did that happen? Was there some sort of union strike? If you can't keep a sandwich store open in Huntington, man, I don't know what to tell you. We didn't. Not really a food town. I'm dying for Quiznos. Please move. Give me a. Give my mind a fantasy so rich (laughs) it can banish the 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 toasty, crunchy, savory taste. Gooey cheese, all the flavors are sponsored by Quiznos. Uh, I wish the freshness anymore, and we don't Uh, deliver. Not to cities where we don't operate. No, I doubt they would do that. Um, You have just seen another grand relic destroyed, supposedly. uh, Supposedly. And uh, the director uh, looks at you, and she seems she seems kind of bummed out a little bit. Um, I, like, I give her a hug. No, she d- she doesn't let you really get that close to her. She just sort of holds up a hand. I as look you at her, her. Offers on the table. Uh, <laughs> Open she invite. Says, she says, um, "I I saw the race. Um, it was." It was unconventional but impressive, mm-hmm. which might as well be the catchphrase for your trio. Yes. <laughs> I need to know something, and I need you to tell the truth. Um, okay. Oh, wait. Yeah. I cast Zone I, of Truth. Who doesn't? Oh, okay. Uh, I need to know what happened in Captain Bane's office. Oh, that. Oh, oh that was crazy. Right, oh, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Is there somewhere we can talk about it where there won't be any prying ears? Anything you can say in front of me, you can say in front of Davenport. No, it's not that I don't trust Davenport. It's uh, like everyone else on this (laughs) island thing. Okay, um, follow me. Um, She takes you through another door uh, to the left behind her her throne, the door to the the, uh, Cerebro chamber to the right, uh, and you follow her into her, uh, her private 
room. Um, and she says, uh, it's, it's her private office. And she says, uh, okay, please tell, tell me everything. We do that. I cast uh, detect magic. Oh yeah. Just to okay. make sure that we're like, cool. All right. Uh, if I sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of me, I can see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic. So it can permeate, permeate, uh, stone, metal, okay. lead or dirt. And I cover my mouth a little bit while I tell her just just to help out. What do you, so wait, what are you doing, Magnus? I'm covering my mouth a little bit when, when I tell her what happened. Why? In case anyone's listening. If for cameras. <laughs> Haven't you okay, watched like football? A, you're like a coach calling a play. Okay, sure. Uh, okay, so you're casting Detect Magic. Um, you don't detect any persons in the room other than uh, yourselves and the director. Um you're, I mean, at this point, when you cast Detect Magic, your guy's shit just, like, goes up like a Christmas tree. Because you've right, collected we're sweet. and received receive from the Gashapon and the Fantasy Costco a number of magic items at this point uh, that are all lit up. Uh, the director has some stuff on her, too. Behind her desk, there's actually a, 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 a really big portrait of herself. Um, oh. And it has some sort of magical property about it. Uh, it has a, a, a sort of illusion magic uh, appended to it. But that's about as specific as you can get with it. I'm going to do an arcana check, Griffin. Uh, okay. On the on the painting. Uh, okay. And let me see what I get. It's a 20. Whoa. Nice. Na- natural Damn. 20. A legit 20. Uh, you, you have knowledge of magic, and uh, you, you do know that there's some illusory magic on this. Um, and just sort of piecing together your knowledge of illusory paintings, what it could be, it could be uh, ethereal, it could be you, you can pass through it, uh, it could be the actual image depicted on the painting is not what you're actually seeing. Um, okay, well, while Travis, or sorry, um, what's this Magnus. dumb fantasy thing? Yeah, Magnus. While Magnus... Uh, I feel I feel sometimes I feel kidnapped like my brothers are forcing them to call them cool shit. His name is Travis, <laughs> folks. Okay, so No, while, call me Magnus. Well, I'm deep in character now. How dare you? Uh while Magnus is explaining that, I think I'll go over and just sort of like like if I could do this in a way that won't be hugely distracting, like just sort of sidle up there and poke around on that portrait, see if I get anything else out of it. I'm not gonna distract us. I'm not gonna take us down a weird rabbit hole. I'm just kinda curious. All right. Two, two things. First of all, if you're having a conversation with somebody, I'm not going to let you just do that. Well, I'm that's having, not just a I'm we do that moment. That's a that's an actual conversation. If you want to do that, Taco, you're going to have to make yourself a stealth check. Well, good. Well, let, let me do something first. Let me distract her with a little magic trick. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I have 52 cards. Oh Would God, you three just... stop dicking around and tell me what happened in Captain Bane's office? All right. No, so... we will not stop. Now, I have 52 cards. So he Look poured some, some booze, tried to get us to toast it. We didn't want to toast it. Uh, Taco over there tried to cast Charm Person. It bounced off. Uh, then he slammed the booze on the ground, drank one glass of it. It was poisoned with some kind of like shadow root or something, shadow thorn, whatever. He died, and then a dude in a robe showed up. I tried to punch a him what? a couple times, tried to chop him with an axe. That didn't Stop, panic. stop, stop. What? What did he look like? Tell me everything. Uh, Captain Bane, he was, I don't know. Like, no, oh. I know what Captain Bane looked like. He had a mask, and he would 
uh, it, it looked like a wrestler's mask, and he had all these muscles. That's no, not what Kane looked like. From Batman. Oh, yeah, they're oh. talking about the one who visited us. He was in a red I, robe, I think. He looked like Orko. Orko from uh, He Man. You're sure he was wearing a red robe? Yeah, that much. Because uh, I've tried to punch her a couple times. She looks flabbergasted. She she looks completely blown away. What's wrong? This is the red robes are the order that created the grand relics. Oh. I warned you about them. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh, they're yeah. they're but they're all they're all gone. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. Here. I mean, he might have been a good 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 ghost. <laughs> and he what is gone he's, now. He's gone. Yeah, he's not here. They're all gone. Did you? Did you defeat him or something? Well, Did you... Oh, God, no. We tricked him. He seemed like he could have wrecked our shop pretty severely, actually. I couldn't even what? punch him. What did he tell yeah. you? What did, did you have? Did you talk to the, to the Red Rogue? He told us, like, be scared and that we would learn yeah. fear. We would understand fear. I remember that part. I remember that being oh, scary, yeah, right? Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. There was a whole thing about fear. And being and careful. And I think he said that the director should give us a raise. Uh huh. Yeah, I remember that part too. Yeah, yeah. Look both ways before crossing the street. Yeah, close cover before striking. Right, a lot of good stuff like that. Yeah, stuff about tearing the tag off a mattress. All right, okay. All right, okay. All right, okay. Okay. Hey, listen. Taco clapped out on a little bit of that uh, poison stuff that he. Remember, you took the rest of the bottle. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've got that. I've got some of the bottle here. Would that help? Why would poison help? Well, well, no, it's just help? like if you could get any us. details send it down to the boys in the lab. Yeah. Do you have a lab here? <laughs> Do you have a fantasy lab? Um, no, it's in development. Listen, I, I need the three of you to, to listen to what I'm about to tell you very carefully. And, and I love your shenanigans. I do. I genuinely love your shenanigans. That's bull- true. Zone of truth on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, I, you guys are fun to watch. But if you encounter... The man in the red robe again. Mm-hmm. Just, just run away as quickly as you possibly can. If they, if they, if they do some sort of mind control on you and they figure out what we're doing here with our operation, that's that's the ball game, boys. This is, I'm not joking about this. If if that red robe person figures out what we're doing here and finds their way up to the up to our base. That's it. But what if it that's, just turns out to just be like a person in a red robe having nothing to like lowercase R's, just like somebody who bought a red robe at a store and is wearing it? I suppose there's an outside chance that a person bought a red robe and then somehow became a ghost or something. Well, I would have to punch it to find out, wouldn't I? Uh, well, that sounds like your MO anyway. Listen. Promise. What me. if it was Hugh Hefner? He Ooh, wears a red question. robe all the time. Uh, promise. Listen. Promise me. Do they? Are they privy to the um, the information that the Voidfish hid? They're all like they in the loop, they shouldn't right? Be. No, they shouldn't be. They we shouldn't. Just, but they also shouldn't exist, right? Like, I mean, we don't know anything about these cats. We don't know anything all, about these cats. They're breaking all the rules. Reason. Another good reason we need to to act with caution around them. Promise me. I'm just trying to remember yeah. if there's any th- other important things that like we forgot from the last story arc that people will be like, "Why didn't they tell him about? Why didn't they tell him about this?" Clark showed up. Clark was yeah, there. Clark was oh, there. Yeah. He was. Do you know Clark? What is a, what is a, <laughs> Have you met what Clark? Is a Clark? What's a Clark? It doesn't even? matter. It's fine. He's a hunky track. Listen. And then wait. Let me try it. Let me try something. 
And then the three adventurers told her everything <laughs> that, she, that would be relevant to what they had I, just done. I'm, I am, and it was good. What, what did you hear just then? <laughs> <laughs> I heard you say the three adventurers. No, told but her it wasn't relevant. me. Clearly, <laughs> well, what? no, um, it was his voice. I'm, I'm sorry for greeting you so tersely earlier. I. Captain Bane and I were very close friends, and Ooh. I just can't, I can't believe, I can't believe he was turned by the thrall of the, of the Gaia Sash. Did you, did you taunt it, him with it in any well, way? No, did you no, wave no, it no. I, I think he was turned before we got there. Yeah, it seemed like a charm. I tried to charm him, and whatever had charmed him must have been, uh, to put it mildly, extremely powerful, because I couldn't, <laughs> I could not charm well, him myself. Don't, don't. Don't discount the thrall that these items have baked into them. They're, the three of you are the only people I've ever met, I've ever known, that have been able to resist it. Yay! I, and to that end, I I have something I need to talk to you about. Here comes the rays! The three of you have saved single-handedly, or I guess six-handedly, mm-hmm. saved this organization. Uh-huh. And and Captain Bane's betrayal has proven that nobody else, possibly on on the planet, is capable of resisting this thrall. So we only had a few other reclaimers in our order, and I've reassigned them to other <sighs> jobs. It's just it's just you three now. Promotion. Naturally, yes, you you will be reassigned to lodging more deserving of your accomplishments. Private. Oh, Pringles yeah. move with us. With an yeah, Pringles music. has to come with us or no deal. Who is who's Pringles? I think he's, he's our roommate, roommate that wants us to get Pringles. We haven't been back in a while. He's going to be so you, surprised. Or Dad. You're talking about, you're talking about Robbie? No. Yeah, Robbie yeah, Pringles. Robbie Pringles. Don't, um, don't concern yourselves with Robbie anymore. Anyway. <gasps> oh, no. Uh-oh. What happened to Robbie? Robbie has been thrown into the brig. We, we're going to be keeping an eye on him for, for a while. Pringles? Does he love Pringles too much? Did he pop and then neglect hey, to stop? A, hey, if that's, he if, that is a, if that's a crime, we all deserve to be thrown in the brig, right? <laughs> oh, I hear you. I, I, those things are ridiculous. Uh, what do they put those things? Don't focus on that right now. It's time for happier news. I'm okay. putting you guys up in the best okay. seats in the house. Uh, the, the best dormitory we have available to I'll us. I'll take this office. Uh, no, that it's still mine. Um, oh, but you get double O status. Oh yeah, we want guys, license to kill. <laughs> yeah, license to kill. We've been so restrained it anyway. up to this point. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd be willing to talk to you guys about uh, new new titles. Right now, you're just reclaimers. Um, uh, but since it's just the three of you, we could call you any any damn thing we wanted. I want to be Lord High Awesome Sauce. Nope, that uh, sounds dumb. You yeah um you said awesome sauce out loud and now you have to go to the Phantom Zone forever. <laughs> uh, I'm I want to call dibs on lead reclaimer. I want to be chief reclaimer. Okay. Oh no wait, captain reclaimer. Oh, okay. that's even better. That's good. I want to be doc reclaimer. Okay. Okay. So just I'm gonna just shorthand still call you guys reclaimers. I guess. Um, <laughs> I have another thing that I need to talk to you about. Uh, because we're putting all of our resources be- behind the three of you. It's time that we offered you greater assistance when you're on a mission. And to that end, we've hired a new seeker whose sole responsibility will be providing you with live intel when you're hunting down a grand relic. Uh, can, I, can I see your stones of far speech for a moment? 
Yes. Sure. Yeah. What are those? Uh, you fork Walkie over talkies. your three walkie-talkie-esque stones of far speech, and she withdraws a small wand from her robes, and she points it at each one and, and twists her wand a little bit and hands them back to you. And uh, she smiles uh, because the next thing you hear comes from your stones of far speech. You hear a voice say, uh, Yeah, just drive up to the drive through <laughs> no. window. and uh... <laughs> You hear a voice say, Hello, sirs. <gasps> it's, it's the boy detective. It's Angus. And the door behind you opens, and standing there in the doorway, you see holding another stone of far speech, Angus McDonald. By popular uh, demand. I could have sworn you died. He is wearing a bracer of initiation. Uh, and uh, he walks up to you guys and says, uh, That's right. I'm going to be working pretty closely with you three from now on. I take his bracer away. You pull on it, but it's like firmly attached to him. <laughs> okay, I, so we're still doing this, huh? <laughs> I guess this is embarrassing. I, I, if you put a gun in my head, I would have sworn you died. Well, no, it's super are, good to see you, though. You, you guys so destroyed the train, and we all we all jumped off of it, and I you gave you me the only the tra- remaining, only remaining piece of flatware from my grandpa's set. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, That's it's some all good coming shit, huh? back. It's all coming uh, back. The director, the director says, uh, Angus was, uh, well, Angus was beginning to be a bit of a thorn in our sides. He he began to take on some cases from from people, planet side, who had began to file these missing persons reports for people they couldn't remember uh and it became to get kind of complicated and his uh he was getting a little bit hot on our trail so we figured you know if you can't can't beat them hire them so and, now and he's that. our pet and she she tousles his hair a little bit and he blushes oh now we own angus well i don't know i'll add him to my inventory <laughs> one say that angus much, but- if you if you do have questions about something or if I have any intel about a mission, I'll I'll be able to give it to you guys on the fly. Good boy, Angus. Well, I'm not a dog. So Good boy. I'm just a coworker. I would say wow. that. Good to see you, Angus. <laughs> yeah, this has been great. Um, she, and you're uh, not dead, right? Just to double check. No, still oh, corporeal. Are you evil? No, nope, I'm cool. great. The director uh, uh, reaches down to her desk and uh, pulls out a uh, roll of parchment and uh, jots some stuff down on it and uh, hands it to hands it to you, Magnus. And she says, uh, I need the three of you to do me one last favor. If you can report down to the Voidfish's chambers and give this to Johan, um, we, we, we need to feed the, the Voidfish um, this, this particular information. I look at that paper. Can we read it first? I suppose if you want, it's it's uh, it's information about Captain Bane. Um, when a when a member of our order passes away, we 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 have to get rid of all knowledge of of them from from the world below. It's a uh, it's it's sort of an ugly part of the job, but it's it's necessary to keep uh, little rascals like Angus uh, off our off our case. That little asshole. Well, yeah. Okay, we take it down to Johan. Okay. Yeah, you you know so the way. So we can hurry we, and get some shit. Yeah, you're getting close. I to, I give it to the void fish. Have we ever spoken uh, to the void fish? Is it possible to speak with the void fish? Uh, you haven't tried. Um, you you make your way out down the long long elevator, um, with its soothing music that you took a ride with uh, with Johan that one time, uh, and you walk down the hallway. 
that is lined with with guards, and you pop open the door to the Void Fish's chambers with your bracer. And um, inside, you see Johan. He's dressed in his silly bard gear. You see the Void Fish, and you see a, 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 a human man that you have not seen before. Human man, who are you? <laughs> He's uh, he doesn't Hell, pay you well, any that attention. Human man, <laughs> human man is having a. It sounds like a heated argument with the void with fish, Yo- with Johan oh. actually. Oh, um, the uh, this this guy is saying uh, we don't know anything about this. We don't know anything about this creature, and we're putting all of our faith into it. What if it? Wait, what? We don't know its life expectancy. What if it just dies of old age? Are they Where about will we be taco? then? Well, what if this thing reproduces asexually and, and, you know, pops out a kid that makes us forget its own existence? Then we'd be sunk. You gotta let me, I walk let over me there. take a look uh, at it. I've got animal proficiency. I think I can answer Will any you of please, your void fish listen, questions. we're having a conversation. Can you just hold on a second? What makes you think you can just... Oh, I don't like this guy. All right. Hey, you, hey uh, pump, pump the brakes there, person man. What, uh, what seems to be the problem? Oh, it's you three. Yeah, oh yeah, we were watching. We are? Yeah, yeah, we were watching your race. Uh, we were uh, we were all pretty impressed. Johan says, "Yeah, that was some. Yeah, that was some pretty sick shit." All um, right, let me let me sign this eight by ten here. To, and what is your name? 10. What name do I make it out to? Uh, my name is Lucas. Lucas Human Man. Human Man. <laughs> no. Human Man. Um, I was having a conversation with your with your lackey here. Saying that we don't know how this void fish works, we don't know how it operates, and I'm I'm asking him to let me take it back to my lab and just see if I can figure out what makes it tick. Okay, one, he's our goon, not a lackey. Um, okay, well, fine. And it, for another thing, stands. we know there is no lab. Are you the director told us? Are you part of like the team here or what? Where, what's your story? That's not. That's not actually important. I think it uh, is. If you want to take old fish, you yeah. Away like from I'm kind of curious you, if you've like drank the juice of the void fish or not. He would have oh, to. Yeah, if he's using the words void fish. Yeah, I mean, I've had a good good deduction there, Magnus. But yeah, obviously, I've had a sip of that sweet stuff. Um, <laughs> so you, are you, you part I, of the Bureau of Balance or what? You, I am over. He does not have a bracer. Whoa. Um, he says, uh, "I'm um, I'm uh, I guess you could call me a consultant." Um, but uh. Listen, I'm I, I'm just gonna go above your head there, Johan, and and go see the director about this because I I'm not gonna rest easy until we know how this thing operates, until we know more about it. Because we I don't feel comfortable putting the fate of the entire. He's interrupted by the void fish. You hear the void fish almost like it, it scream or sing, but it it, it blasts out this. Uh, long, steady note. I want to check in with Steven the fish and see if this has affected him in any way. Okay, he's he's been reduced to ash. I, um, I was hoping he would, like, I don't know, sign to me. I recorded that whale. I recorded the voice fish's noise, and now I'm taking it back to my time so I can communicate with the uh, the, the satellite <laughs> that's making whale noises. Uh, no, so, so feel better. The smuggle feel you better. You heard the... You heard the void fish blast out this long, extended note. And then um, following that, two more notes in succession. And it's, it's, it's really loud. It, points, it puts an end to the, to the argument that Johan and uh, uh, Lucas were having. Uh, and it, it almost knocks you back a little bit. I'll look at um, Lucas and say what he said. 
It's really, but cool. you don't. It's a really cool line, and everybody's like, "Yeah, nice, <laughs> nice." Yo, Johan does go nice. Thanks. Um, but Lucas says that's exactly what I'm talking. You don't know what he said. We don't know what this thing. He said, "Fuck off." Uh, it belts out another uh, three-note refrain, and um, Lucas says, uh, "Okay, obviously I'm upsetting this thing. I'm I'm going to go talk to the director." Have fun with your little pet, but if your pet like had croaks for some reason, just just know that that's on you. And he turns with a huff and walks out of the room. I put my hand on the glass in like a "Hey man, it's gonna be okay" kind of gesture. It actually puts a tentacle up and, and puts it on your hand. And oh, Johan goes, "Dear uh, God, that's beautiful." <laughs> Johan goes, uh, "What in the whole shit is even going on?" I've been I've been I've been watching this thing and feeding this thing for almost a year now. I've I've never heard it I've never heard it like sing before. I've never and I've never seen it like have like a touching gesture with another person like that before. What's going on? Fishy's my dude. I I guess I'm a little bit jealous. I don't know why Fishy's my and the void fish plays its three notes again. And uh Johan goes, "I'm have a theory if you will indulge me for nah. a second okay he pulls out a uh, he pulls out a small harp and he plays those three notes back to the void fish and the void fish answers back with four new notes and is it lovely it's kind of lovely it's the the notes are kind of lovely uh johan plucks them out on on his harp again um and uh he seems just sort of taken like in this moment like he seems like he's just kind of enraptured in this moment and he keeps playing those notes over and over again and pretty soon him and the void fish are almost like doing jamming jamming yeah they're jamming like they're doing a little song together using the the notes that the void fish belted out Freebird, play (laughs) Freebird. you yell that as they're noodling um uh but they 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 seem like they're both sort of hypnotized by each other with this with this song um but eventually the the void fish kind of goes dark and stops it's it's singing and just screams oh god Uh, and it's very scary yeah uh and it, it sort of breaks this spell that was that was sort of coming up between the two of them and it just repeats its notes again um Johan, Johan. That is what. The, what is what's what going the, on? I was just, I don't know. I was just sort of playing that song. It sounded nice, and I, it's, it's weird, guys. Like it's not one of mine. Like it's not one of the compositions I fed him. We were just, we were just having a little, a little moment there. Um, what's your it's, theory? It's kind of nice though. I, I have, I honestly, I don't know. Is this thing, unless this thing's like learning to compose music for me. That would be kind of weird. Is this a... Um, do you think it's a language? Did you get anything from this? No, it's just a nice... Just a nice song. I got it a nice little musical memory. Um, what is it? No, I'm just saying, like, it was... I made a nice memory today with... And I have my three <laughs> friends here. We need to do the, the rights of remembrance for old Captain Bane, though, if you have that parchment. The director went ahead and oh, called yeah. down. Yep. Um, he, uh, he takes the, uh, the scroll from you and loads it into the little chamber... And pulls a lever, and you see it float up into the tank, and the void fish consumes it. And uh, <laughs> you guys have anything? You guys have anything you wanna? Anything you wanna say? 
uh, about Captain, he was about a Captain good Bay. man, and it was it was, it was unfor- Didn't he try to poison you? It was unfortunate that he was corrupted at the end, but we'll always remember the good that he did, uh, supposedly before we met him. <laughs> Who are we talking about again? Bane. Captain Bane. Captain Bane. Yeah. Captain Captain Bane. Right. Uh, he had a he had a gruff voice. Not the gruffest, mind you, but still pretty gruff. <laughs> it was it was gruffish. It was gr- it was, it was gruff gruff esque. Yeah, yeah, that would be even better. He's no Mark Gruffalo, but okay. So is he dead or what? <laughs> is it um, if we remembered him enough? Because that's literally I all I remember about him. So he did try to kill us, but we're not. That's not the kind of thing you talk about at a funeral. Yeah, that's right. Good point. Can I um? Can I ask you guys a question? Sure, of course, Johan. Are you guys really okay with with this part of the deal that we get forgot? Which, which are you, part? Yeah, are you cool, are you cool with like if you beef it down there, the world just forgets about you? Well, I'm not planning on ever dying. Yeah, like what he said. You know, will they forget everything? Like I had a pretty popular cooking show for a while. Will they forget that? I owe a lot yeah, of bro. people money, so it actually is. Pretty beneficial to me. Yeah, it's kind of a wash. Anyway, I've just sort of existentially bummed myself out, so I'm gonna head out. But you guys take your sleazy. <laughs> For sure. Hey everybody, it's Griffin McElroy, your dungeon master. Your best friend, your Harvey Firestein, kind of, I sound like, a bit right now. Thanks for listening to The Adventure Zone, episode 28, uh, in which we go to the moon, which is a convenient place where heroes like to go to level up and shit. Thanks to everybody who uh, tweeted about the show using the the ZoneCast hashtag. We have a new NPC that we just introduced, Lucas, who is named after Lucas Miller, who is Lucas Chirps on Twitter. Or if your name is also Lucas Miller, it's also, you can say it's you, um, but that is the specific person I kind of drew out of the hat uh, for this one. In the next arc, we're going to have a bunch of, of new characters. Um, but yeah, thanks, Lucas, and thanks to everybody who's been tweeting about the show using the ZoneCast hashtag. Don't give up. Believe in yourself, um, and, and you might end up as a character on the show. Uh, thanks to everybody also who's been uh, reviewing the show on, on iTunes and subscribing and telling their friends to subscribe. If you, could, if you could please tell a friend to subscribe or tell a friend to listen to the show. We do not market or advertise the show in any conceivable way. So uh, every tweet that you put out about the show really helps us a lot, and we certainly appreciate it. Uh, we have a website, theadventure.zone. Uh, we got some stuff on there. We always put up the new episodes to put up fan art that I really like. I started to put up some of the interstitial music, the simple like stinger music. Uh, I've been making for the show up on there too. So if you like that, you can find it there. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I want to get I want to get character sheets up there too. But um, that's going to require my three family members who play D anD D with me to keep good character sheets. So I'll see about that. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone 
and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So. Right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world. Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right, Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything, your products, content you create, or even your time. What, what influencer doesn't do that? I ask you, I'll wait, that's right, none of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside, you can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago. We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. I want to share some love some people sent to some other people. If you want to get a message on our show, you can go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron and find out all the details on how to get a message on the show. It's really, really easy. Um, Here's one for Seth, and it's from Mary Magdalene. And Mary says to Seth, Happy second week of being 21. The Jumbotron on your birthday got sold out. But still, here's a belated happy birthday from our favorite DM. Aw. Thank you for being my side always especially this year, through thesis breakdowns and graduation insecurities. You're a good boy, 
and I love you. Now, it's time to hit the bars, you and me, brother bear. Sorry we couldn't get you that particular message on your birthday, but I, I like to think that your second week of 21 is really where you start to, the pupation process really reaches its peak, and you come out of that a beautiful, big, just drunk butterfly, I guess. Happy birthday, Seth. Here's another message. It's for Adam, and it's from UCI Pals. I'm guessing that means Adam's UCI Pals, uh, and that that's not just like the name of a children's band or something. UCI Pals say collectively to Adam, Adam, you had a big boo-boo, but you're getting better now. Your recovery must be blessed by Poseidon. May your gills pump hard and your swim bladder be ever inflated. Mend well, and someday you too shall be a champion in the great halls of Tarakas. I hope the McElroy's left that last part in. Best fishes or wishes from your old fish buddies. Listen, there's there's room in here for in, in this podcasting world for all kinds of uh, adventure role playing themed podcasts. That's a that's a uh, hello from the Magic Tavern ref. Uh, which yes yes. Now that you've brought that into our show, I'm filing a lawsuit against all of you. You hear me? UCI pals, I'm coming for each and every one of you. I need a list of names and addresses and suability. Max Fun is Maximum Fun, of course, our parent network. We're really happy to be a part of them. Uh, if you haven't, go listen to some of the other shows on the network. They're free and they're really, really funny, like Throwing Shade, Stop Podcasting Yourself, uh, Jordan Jesse Go, Judge John Hodgman. There's a ton of really great shows on there. We do other shows on the network too, like My Brother, My Brother and Me, and Sawbones, and Bunker Buddies. Uh, there's, there's really great shows. We're really happy to be a part of the network. It's MaximumFun.org. Go get yourself a download. That's it for the Money Zone for this episode. Uh, thank you all again for, for listening. The next episode will be up on December 17th. So I will talk to you then. Bye. three of you roll up to the uh the gosh upon leon's chambers leon the artificer uh i forgot to mention davenport did give you three tokens of course he did um ah. as as a reward for your uh for your good good work and uh leon whose voice i forget how it goes uh, but it sounds a little bit different because he's sick if it sounds different from usual i've just written an in fiction <laughs> reason for that he says uh now well played griffin he says, uh, go, go right ahead. You guys know the deal. Uh, okay. I go first. I'm not I going guess. first this time. Yeah. I'll, I'll go first. Do you have a superstition about first person always gets the shittiest loot? Well, I've gone first. Yeah. I've gone first okay. before and got hosed. All right. Okay. I um, hand Leon my coin. Okay. Uh, Leon hands it back. You guys, I can't fucking every fucking time. Guys, <laughs> guys, guys. Guys, 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 you have to put it in yourselves. We That's can't what give she you said. <laughs> Leon, just le- Leon just stands up and leaves again. <laughs> I put the coin right, in the gosh All right, everybody, that's a series wrap on Leon. Let's hear it for him. <laughs> Leon, a, a, great, a great character that no longer exists on the show. <laughs> you, uh, you put the coin in to the, uh, the token into the gosh and, and now I roll, part. right? Yep. You roll a d20. 20. Perfect. And predictable. You, uh, you turn it. You see, a, you see a big old bubble in there? Big old capsule? 
and it looks like it's got this awesome bladed throwing shield in it. And you see it like jostle as you turn the crank, but it doesn't fall down. I punched the machine a lot. (laughs) Leon runs back into the room. Don't, hey, for real though? Then get the shield out of there. That is not how any of this works. I want it. Leon walks back out of the chamber. Dunsky. Dunsky. Uh, What does fall into the chamber is a kind of smallish capsule about the size of a cantaloupe. Um, And you pick it up, and as you crack it open, you see that this capsule has inside of it a belt. And the buckle of this belt is pretty peculiar. Uh, It's got a dial on it, a little knob. And around that knob, you see a little, uh, you see three symbols, and one of them is, uh, looks like a, a, a flame, and one of them looks like a little ice cube, and one of them looks like a little lightning bolt. Ooh. Um, and you, I guess, taking over for Leon, since you annoyed him out of existence, uh, walk <laughs> over to his big old book and flip through it uh, under belts. You find what you think to be the, the right description of this item. It is the Defender's Dial. Um, and once per day, you can turn that dial and activate the belt, and for five minutes, it will give you resistance to fire, cold, or lightning damage, which means half damage from any of those three sources. And it's Defender's nice. Belt? Is that nice. what call it? Uh, Defender's Dial, that's what it's dial. called. You sure it's not a sash? No, it's a belt. Mm-hmm. Who's up? My turn, my turn, my turn. Okay. I put my coin in perfectly. No problem. Just there was okay. something we had to turn. First try. You've just yeah. you've just made me angry for Leon. Yeah, yeah. it just feels like you're antagonizing. It, but I'm <laughs> I I do Leon. I feel like you're just antagonizing your real brother now. I turn around. Right. I, I spin around and like without even looking, just like bump the uh the dot the like crank with my elbow like the fawn. Yeah, you just like no <laughs> <skip> it. <laughs> spin, right. and it lands on eight. Okay. Ooh, okay. Um, a, uh, a pretty sizable capsule pops out. Uh, it's almost uh, um, uh, rectangular. Uh, and as you, you crack this open, you see a slick black leather cloak um, inside of it. Uh, and as you hold it up, this cloak has like a badass hood. And uh, as you as you put it on and hold your arms out, it almost looks like it kind of has wings a little bit out, outstretching from it. Um, and uh, you you look up cloaks in Leon's big old book, and you deduce that this is the cloak of the manta ray. And this is a uh, a black leather cloak that grants magic users plus one AC. And what's cool about it is when submerged in water, uh, it transforms. And it grants the wearer an additional plus two AC, water breathing, and it allows you to swim 60 feet. Uh, it gives you 60-foot movement speed underwater. Wow. So it kind of like almost turns you into like a, a slick manta ray and gives you uh, additional ooh, powers ooh, when you're underwater. Ooh, ooh. Cool. But it gives you plus one AC when you're on land as well. Great. You know this means our next mission will be on a desert, right? <laughs> uh Next in the order, I guess, is Merle. You're the only one left. Yeah. All right. I uh, I hold my coin on my shoulder and let it roll down my arm into the slot perfectly. Okay. Uh, do a slight of hand check for me. Okay. Do I roll one of these dice things? 
Yeah, the one with the t- number 20 on it. Two. Okay, it actually doesn't go in the slot, and it rolls down the room and down in a grate, and it falls down in a grate, and it's gone. <laughs> okay. That's just keeping in the way things usually work. But it's not a very deep grate. Uh, and I reach you, in and get you, it. You fish it out, yeah. Uh, right. Okay. I'll just put it in very meekly and mildly. <laughs> no, part of me wants you to keep doing this stunt until you pull it off. <laughs> All right. You... I try it on the other arm this time, the other shoulder. All right. And it's a 19. It is. 19. Fuck yeah. Nothing but yeah. neck. And we've just sure. determined that you are left-handed. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, you really. you drop it in and uh, uh, roll that die. All right, six, six. Okay, you get the throwing shield. No, oh, um, you get uh, a, a a really small capsule pops out um, uh, that you can hold in your uh, in your hand, uh, and when you pop it open, there is a uh, a pendant. And the icon on this pendant is a, a, a little red cross, um, almost like the uh, like a first aid kit symbol. Um, and as you look in the book uh, under pendants, uh, you find a, a picture of this item with the description. It is the physician's pendant. Uh, after causing, uh, after casting a spell that causes a creature to restore hit points, roll a d twenty on a roll of sixteen plus. That spell did not cost you a spell slot. Ooh. Oh, sweet. Sweet. And what's it so called anytime you ca- The Physician's Pendant. So anytime you cast a healing spell, roll a d20, and there's basically a 25% chance that you get to keep the spell now, slot. Now, Ditto, let me ask you a question. All of yeah. these seem pretty specific to us. Do you have 20 different items for each of us that it could be? Um, I have a list of items for each of you what it could be. So Magnus is not going to get like a wizard shit. Let me just say, once again, DMing, knocking it out of the park, that's genius. Like, excellent it, I work. Think that's it's a really excellent. cool mechanic. Excellent work. Thanks. Um, but honestly, I think, you know, you know what my greatest creation is? What? It's the everybody's favorite retail shopping franchise. <gasps> Fantasy Costco, where all your dreams come true. Got a deal for you. You're in the uh, fantasy Costco now. That's that that catchy jingle, that chart topping tune, that plays awesome. as you uh, as the sliding doors open. I got fair. I had and, a cell uh, ringtone. I think Barry Manilow <laughs> made that one. Uh, and uh, a a haunting semi spectral vision floats up to you and goes, "Welcome to Fantasy Costco. I'm Garfield, the Deals Warlock." Yes. Fuck me. Uh, We've got a lot of exciting deals for you today if you're willing to part with your coin. How many monies do we have? Uh, you each got 1,800 gold pieces. You got uh, uh, 4,500 as your winnings for the race, and you got 900 for the uh, the uh, for the lockbox that Travis, that Magnus beat in a poison drinking contest. And if that doesn't sound familiar to you, it's because it happened five fucking months ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that was episode one of uh, of Pedals to the Metal. Uh, I also would... Don't we get money from the Bureau for doing the mission? Uh, not, not for this one, actually. Because the winnings <laughs> were illegal. The winnings were illegal. And so, sure. like, they were just like, you know, why don't you just take that instead? And it'll be kind of like a fun It's almost raising. like they were trying to, like, maintain balance. Yeah, like that's like sort of their whole thing, right? It. Like it's yeah. sort of like oh, right there in the sense. name. Yeah, right there. And and doctor the books. Yeah, kind of like a little bit juice yeah. it. 
Um, okay, so uh, I'm looking at a uh, just a whole wide array of yeah. Uh, this is an amazing list. It's yeah, there's list. I want to highlight a couple just because, like, I know we won't be able to afford this one, but uh, John Williams' eight-year-old son Colin created the flaming poison, <laughs> flaming poisoning, raging sword of doom, a steel at right. thousand gold pieces. So that it's one a, is sitting. That one's sitting in like a big old like safe with a glass display case. Uh, right. It is the. It is a. Uh, it is an important item here at the Fantasy Costco. A gigantic blade wreathed in flames with a crooked, oozing scorpion stinger affixed to its point. Deals an extra 20 melee damage. I would like to steal that. What do I roll? <laughs> um, a 40. Something tells you that would not be successful. Okay. So just round down the list. I'm just going to bust out some of the things because I know I'll probably post these on the Tumblr, but I don't think everybody's going to read that. Uh, you got a rusty can of cheer wine. Uh, that is sitting on the store shelves. It looks like it's it's been through hell, um, but it's uh, it, it seems to be just radiating this this vital energy. The one I really like was sent in by Chris Callison Birch. It's the Shield of Heroic Memories. Yeah, that... I'm getting that one. Okay, Chris did such a good job crafting this item that I yeah. I can't not buy it. Okay, well if you're gonna buy it, read uh, read the description because it's fucking radical. This, this perfectly is round things. silver shield initially has a mirror finish. As a hero takes it into battle, it remembers the enemies encountered, gaining a plus one to AC on any subsequent battle with que- creatures of that type. The events of the battle are intricately engraved into the shield's surface, which has a seemingly endless capacity for detail. Like, that's bad. That's fucking radical. And then my boy Chris Callison Birch took it up another level the with this next part. The bearer of the shield may also attempt to recount past battles, real or imagined, to the shield. Upon a DC 10 charisma check or a DC 15 bluff check, the shield confers a plus one AC against the creatures described in the Tall Tales. Three failed attempts at recounting stories causes the shield to be cleared of all its memories. The engravings disappear. It reverts to his mirror finish. All bonuses are lost. So this is a shield that remembers shit that you fight and gives you a plus one AC whenever you fight them again. Or you can lie to the shield and say, oh, yeah, kobolds totally fought those dudes. That's fucking great. It's brilliant. Now, does that stack? What do you mean? Does that if you fight kobolds like twice, do you, do you get plus two? No, 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 AC? Just, okay. no, no, no. It's just always plus okay. one. Got it. Or else that would get crazy. Um, we got uh, Asher Volmer sent in the anti gravity sphere, which is like a little bomb that you throw that disables gravity around you. Drew Davenport sent this one, and I really like it. The glutton's fork. Once a day, this fork will allow the user to eat any non-magical item they can fit into their mouth and gain 2d6 <laughs> points of health. Uh, just tap tap on the fork, uh, tap the fork on the item, and it will turn edible. Uh, you got the champion's belt from Ben C, which lets you, uh, once per day, instead of making a wisdom or charisma check, when you would make those checks, you can substitute your strength modifier. Uh, phone a friend scrying bones from Matthew Wallace. Those allow you to cast these bones that uh, allow you to ask me a question uh, and get like a yes or no answer. I really like the nitpicker that was sent in by Tom H. That's it resembles what I want. a miniature. You want to buy that? Okay, That's what good, I want. I couldn't decide if I wanted that or not. I'm glad. Can you read the description for me, uh, Merle? Well, it it resembles a miniature garden gnome that carries lock-picking tools in his hands, and when not in use, it's just this four-inch tall statue. But twice a day, it can be placed in front of a locked object to unlock it, and at this point, the statue comes to life in order to pick the lock. After the lock is picked, 
or if he's not able to open it, it reverts back to the inanimate statue. Now, while picking that lock, the nitpicker critiques any or all members of the party on their recent performance in the campaign. Nothing escapes the critical eye of the nitpicker, no matter how small the perceived offense. I gotta have that's, that. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah. It's fucking good. Uh, okay, yeah. so you're gonna buy that. Uh uh samantha perimba sent in the plastic sheriff badge uh it adds plus three to bluff checks when impersonating a person of authority i like that got kind of a psychic paper feel to it got the the flaming poisoning raging sort of doom uh from colin we talked about that bianca rodriguez sent in the no sodium salt shaker uh which is a salt shaker uh but if sprinkled over food or drink that contains poison the salt turns a bright shade of pink uh, there's the immovable rod. This one was sent in by a, a bunch of people. The first one I saw was Timothy Rena Ferry. Uh, the immovable rod is actually in the uh, the player's handbook. It's a flat iron bar with a button on one end. When the button's pushed, the rod does not move from where it is, even if staying in, uh, even if staying in place defies gravity. Thus, the owner can lift or place the rod wherever he wishes, push the button, and let go. Several immovable rods can even make a ladder when used together. Uh, can support up to eight thousand pounds before falling to the ground. Um, so you just freeze this thing in space. Uh, and then the last one, Eric Atkinson sent in the Diadem of Fabulous Truthiness, um, which once per long rest, you can uh, cast a free zone of truth, but ta- uh, target a single target rather than a radius. There's a bunch of other stuff on there also that I came up with, but we'll get to that if you want to buy it. If not, that's the stuff that people send in. Thank you so much for sending in your suggestions. If, it, if I didn't include yours, it was probably because it was just a little bit too complicated for us to use in regular play. Um, we try to keep things fast and breezy here, or it was um, a joke, and I enjoyed that joke, but it didn't make the cut. I would like the Shield of Heroic Memories. It's 1,200 GP. Got 600 left. And the Glutton's Fork. Now, admittedly, that puts me at 1,950, but I would like to sell back my old shield for 150. Let me see it. Let me see that bad boy. This is a Magnus Burnside's official merch. Uh, you could put this up if you open like a, a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or something like that. That's not a bad idea. You boys, I, I see you increasing in, in equity by the by the adventure. Tell me, can you sign it for me? Yes. I hand him my Sharpie of truth and I sign it. Oh, no. Oh, no, dear. I meant in blood. Oh, yeah, that too. Sure. It won't be in mint condition, then. Oh, I don't need it to be in mint condition. What are you going to do with it, Garfield? Let me just see that bloody shield, and uh, good transaction. Everyone got what they needed. Oh, no. Am I going to (laughs) die? No, dear. Uh, That was Travis asking. I'm terrified of Garfield the Deals Warlock. Why? I'm just here to save you some spawn dually, my man. Oh, no. Okay, so uh, Merle, you're buying the nitpicker. That's 900 GP. What are you with, you, with another what are you gonna get? I don't know. There's not a lot. that's like blowing my skirt up. Well, I really like the nitpicker. I really like the the phone of friend scry bones. Okay, yeah, those are cool. That's 500. So that's 1400. That Did you want 400. those? No, you gonna go nuts. I will appreciate having some options ruled out for me. Yeah, can I hang on to the rest or? You won't remember. Yeah. Are you? No, you're right. I won't remember. I got 400 left. Give me that can of cheer wine. All right. Yeah. You, I love you take this can of cheer wine. You take this can of cheer wine and like, you don't know what it is, but you like, it looks delicious despite the fact that it looks like it 
literally has been through hell. Like there's burn marks and rust all over it. You can only kind of make out the the logo. You only know that it's cheer wine because the the uh, the back of the can lists that it was brewed in beautiful uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Probably I don't know. I'm making that up. Um, what? Uh, you Wait, don't recognize uh, we have one right it's, here. It's bottled under the. Uh, it's bottled in Salisbury, North Carolina. Oh, is it? Manufactured oh, by God. the independent bottlers under the authority of Carolina Beverage Corp. Yeah, so like you don't understand those words, but you you deduce that this this drink that you're about to slam is called cheer wine. I'm enjoying a cheer wine Excellent. as we speak. It's fucking. I'm great. fucking. You know super what? It's jealous. not as good as Quiznos. Quiznos. All right. Uh, as you with. as you take a slug of the cheer wine uh, and you you down that whole can, uh, you your max HP goes up by five. Great. Yeah. Uh, and that and cleans me out. Okay, so you got the scrying bones. Oh, so it's like good for your digestion too, huh? <laughs> Boom! Thank, Thank you. You got those scrying bones, and you got the what? The oh, and one. the nitpicker. Okay, uh, and then Taco, you haven't spent anything yet. No, I don't. Um, I want the anti gravity sphere and the plastic sheriff's badge. Okay, that's a thousand. Um, and then tell you what, get why don't you throw in that immovable rod? Because we're all spending a lot of money here. That's twenty one hundred, my dude. That's a that's a lot, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, for but I have eighteen. So meet what me, I'm asking, meet you me to, halfway. Meet me halfway. Let me get the. Let me. You got anything on you that I think I could resell for three hundred GP? I don't care about the profit, my man. I just want to break even. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, about all that silverware you stole from the kid? Yeah, did I ever you already that? sold that. I already, I already bought that up from you, my man. You know what? I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna cut you a great deal. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell you a, a, a <laughs> comedy prop that I thought would come in handy that never really came in handy. <laughs> I see. Uh, it's my pocket spa. <laughs> I'm gonna sell that to you. You bought that for like eight hundred GP last time. I. It hasn't a, really come in that handy. Um, get a couple healing but, potions too. Okay. Well, well no. That's, well, no. I mean, it's a good point. Maybe there might be a time when I like. I could I've, listen, it. I've got your best interest at heart, my man. Griffin doesn't put in a lot of rests, so it's like sell him the poison nonstop. Oh, oh here. I, how about the Gusmaster five thousand? How about I sell you that? Didn't like that one very much, huh? It, it it all it does is cast a spell I can already cast. I don't like. Yeah, it I mean much. it's not very good. I don't know what you want me to say. They can't all be hits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. All so, right. We can do that. So we'll sort of let the uh, buyer beware. So we got a deal, huh? Great. Uh, that's so you get the immovable rod, the plastic sheriff badge, and the anti gravity sphere. You understand the anti gravity sphere is a one time use thingy. You throw it down uh, and got it. It explodes and then okay. Uh, same thing for my out. cheer wine, right? Same thing for the cheer wine. I yeah, it's gone. It. You don't. It's gone. Yeah, it doesn't. You don't get to keep getting five. But you have permanent XP. plus four hit points. Oh, I know. Plus five. five. Plus five. Uh, okay. And you're about to get more because it's level up time. Let's just burn through this shit. Oh my first. god! Please. Uh, I have a life outside this podcast. Not. Really. I don't. I love being here. It's the only time I feel alive. Great. Uh, who wants no, to go I'm first? Bummed. So I can go to your part of the book. I will do it. Uh, looks like at level seven, yeah, uh, you get a martial archetype feature, and then at level eight, you get an ability score improvement. So, Sweet. also at level seven, I get a thing called "Know Your Enemy," 
If you spend at least one minute observing or interacting with another creature outside combat, you can learn certain information about its capabilities compared to your own. Interesting. So you can you can basically figure out if they could kick your ass in any particular department. Uh, when you hit 8th level, you can increase one ability score of your choice by two, or you can increase two ability scores of your choice by one. I thought this was level seven. This is level seven, right? No, you're we're doing seven and eight. To eight. Okay. Oh, man. Great. Yeah, big jump. Um, so, Trav, two stats you're going to boost by one, or one you're going to boost by two. You can't go above 20. Um, I'm going to bump Constitution from 15 to 16. So that that will raise that. I'll throw a point into Wisdom and take it from 10 to 11. Say I've spent some time on the road. So you get you get Know Your Enemy. Uh-huh. Two new maneuvers I, also. I do. Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and learn those off book. I'll trust you because that'll take you a while, I feel like. Yeah. And you get an ad- additional superiority die. God, you get a lot of shit at 7. Okay, well, just in summary, Magnus just became more awesome. Uh, go ahead and do your hit die. Roll. Okay. And how many do I roll? One D ten, and then you add your Constitution modifier. So it's good. You just bump that up. Yeah. One I'll give D10. you the, the plus three bonus both times, even though it should be plus two once. That's a seven plus three. It's ten. So ten, and that's a two plus three, so fifteen more. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Great. So you have fifteen additional extra hit points. Okay. And then figure out your other stuff, your maneuvers, and all that jazz, and we'll just. We'll talk about those when you do them. I am I'm up sure to you'll do 72 them. hit points. Yeah, you're a baller. And a shot caller. You're level 8, guys. It's about to get tough out there. Who wants to go next? Uh, I'll go. I've bumped, I have bumped my spell slots, so I got that all set. Yeah, so at, by level 8, now you can cast 4th level spells. That's crazy. Hell yeah. Uh, you can cast two of them. You get two fourth level spell slots. Uh, you it doesn't look like you get anything at seven except for the spell slots, and then at eight you also get the ability score improvement. So uh, plus one to two stats or plus two to one stat. Can't go above twenty. I'm gonna up my intelligence one and my dexterity one. Okay. Uh, and then your hit dice, uh, 1d6 plus your constitution modifier. Okay. Just, just, er, twice? Do that twice, yep. or? Okay. Five and eight. Thir- so 13, which brings me cool. to 50 hit points altogether. It's a beefy Great. wizard. It's not bad. Uh, and then you learn some new spells, but I trust you can do that off book too. Yes, I will. And, yeah, but you do learn new spells. Cleric, time, time for the cleric. Yay! I didn't even know bards were in here. Oh, is it too late to make Magnus a bard? Way too late. Uh, About eight levels too late. About a year too late. I'll get him next Uh, time on the reboot. uh, (laughs) So, at seven, doesn't look like you get anything except for you can now do fourth level spells. And then at eight, you get, wow, you get a lot of shit. Okay. Uh, so at eight, you get the ability score improvement. So go ahead and decide on that. You get either plus two to one stat or plus one to two stats. Can't go above 20. I want to put one in wisdom, which kicks What's me up to seven, that 17. Okay. And one in constitution, which gives me 16. Uh, and then let's do your hit dice too, cause it's about to get complicated. So that's one D eight, uh, plus your constitution modifier. Okay, my constitution modifier is three. Yes. Correct? Um, yes, if you just bumped it up to three. And I'll let you use it both times, too. Okay, so you, you said a D8? D8. If, Justin, okay. you want to help help find that. 
Seven? I already did. Well, come on. Yeah, you I'm got a, a rookie? Uh, you got a, where's your caddy? Dad got a uh, dice caddy. I forgot to bring my dice caddy. Who oh, my God. That? Is it like a pill that caddy that you... It's amazing. Um, I will. Ha- you I, ha- I saved that. What was the name? Of, you don't remember? I don't remember. You wrote it down, though. Next time, I will praise these people for giving me the dice caddy. It was wonderful. It's a, it's, it's amazing. It is literally a pill caddy. A huge pill a, caddy. A huge pill caddy that has each slot labeled. Yeah. Nice. Now, I, now, That's incredible. Now, see if you can check the irony of him forgetting to bring <laughs> the caddy. That You know what I need? I need a, a dice caddy. Dice caddy caddy. caddy, caddy, caddy. Yeah. Put them in, or like just a, a man chain. Who can, or I was thinking like a golf caddy who just like walks around with you. And, yeah. and like hands you Oh, it looks like you should use the DA today. You got a downhill slope, but it's been raining. <laughs> um, okay, so I do uh, that so twice. That was, yeah, did you I add your a, modifier to that? I have a seven. Plus you rolled three. a seven, or you. Okay, ten. Okay, now I do it again. Yep. A five plus three, so that's eight. So that's 18. So I, so I add 18 plus the five for my cheer wine. Which yeah, is man, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to start hitting you dudes hard. That's a 70. That takes me up to 70. Nice. At level 8, uh, you have a spell I don't think you've used yet called Turn Undead. It's actually not even a spell. It's a thing you have called Channel Divinity. Um, and it's a thing you can do a certain number of, of times a day. And it is I can turn undead, of- but I can only do it once. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, uh, you cast this spell, and uh, uh, it casts in a 30-foot radius... And it forces undead things to move away from you as quickly as it possibly can. Um, right. But uh, at a certain point, it also turned into destroy undead. So if you use turn undead, any like particularly weak undead creatures caught in the blast are just instantly killed. Um, okay. uh, but uh, it, it only affects like really weak undead creatures. I'm trying to find a way to like explain this in non-game turns because there's like numbers and shit in the book. Um, but uh, at level eight, like it becomes more capable of destroying like stronger undead creatures. Okay, Does that makes sense. Cool. Yeah, it makes total um, sense. And then for your nature domain, is he talking to me? Yes. <laughs> was he? Was that to me? Okay. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Uh, so you learn the spells dominate beast and grasping vine. Oh shit! Is this really you? Okay. At level eight, Merle, you gain divine strike. You gain the ability to infuse your weapon strikes with divine energy. Once on each of your turns, when you hit a creature with a weapon attack, you can cause the attack to deal an extra 1d8 cold, fire, or lightning damage, your choice to the target. When you reach 14th level, the extra damage increases to 2d8. Holy shit. So every time you attack, every time you attack, you can choose to roll an extra 1d8 of uh, fire, ice, or lightning damage. Yeah. Wow. Sweet. That's sweet. Remember that. Write Divine Strike down on your character sheet. I just did it. I wrote it down. I wrote it. I wrote it. I wrote it. So how does it, how about my spell slots? Yeah. To get more of those we'll two. Fa- we'll, 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 oh, figure we'll figure that out, out too. But now you, you can cast fourth level spells. Every, you and Taco just became better at casting spells. And there's a way. I, I think you don't have to memorize new spells. I think you just you have to prepare them from the pool. Um, but Taco does, and I don't know how that works, but we'll figure it out. Guys, we're just playing it by the seat of our butts. I, um, I've chosen my deep. attacks, my new maneuvers. And we'll get to those. We'll get okay. to those, definitely. Um, <laughs> do you have do a button we, uh, prepared, Griffin? Like some sort of like exciting thing at the end? 
Well, no, and like, I'm just now realizing like, that, and it's made me pretty nervous. Okay. Well, let me come up with something. I'll just make something yeah, up. Yeah, please. And then we, the three of us have been sitting around, and I don't know what that would look like from the exterior, but it looked like, I think it would look like parts of our bodies were just, like, growing <laughs> for no <Yeah>. reason <laughs> if yeah. you were watching from the outside. And then there's, um, and then just as, like, that's concluding, there's a knock on the door. Ooh. And uh, and the door slowly swings open, and there's a a, a behind the door. There's a shadowy figure, and oh we boy. turn and see the figure, and then we all go like, "Oh shit!" And then the figure, in a voice that is both masculine and feminine, old and young, says like, "You got that right." And then credits. <laughs> it's Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> It doesn't. It's just both masculine and feminine, old and young. It's just like so. It kind of sounds like all voices, but then it's yeah. just like hold on your. And then we're like, oh boy. And then, and then the voice is like, got that right again. Yeah. And then yeah, at the beginning and now and now this is a sneak preview of the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and you next look up time. and it next shows time. It sh- oh, the next adventure, adventure zone. zone and it shows the figure. And it's an old man with a big bushy gray mustache. And he goes, uh, Wow, it looks like I've found them in the wrong room. Sorry, gang. And he turns to the <laughs> <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Ty is a pedantic person. I think when he pronounces these words, it's, it's in a very show-offy way. Gyro. Gyro. Sacre bleu. Sacre bleu. Ayers rock. Uluru. <laughs> <laughs> what you are witnessing is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with real cases. They call in via Skype to Judge John Hodgman's court, the real people's court. Now I call you to Judge John Hodgman's internet court. Find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts.